this one hurts, man. Like for real, this this one really really hurts. I think about where I was when I heard about Big L, where I was when I heard about Tupac, where I was five years ago when I heard about Guru. And this one hits as hard as any loss I've personally experienced as a hip-hop fan since I got into rap music 25 years ago. Check it out. This is JSC Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Hey now. How's it going? That's right. You're hearing me for a second time this week. My name is Jay Scott Smith, and this is JSC Radio, episode number four, numero cuatro. This one is uh, kind of an unexpected one, unfortunately. Now, for one, first and foremost, I want to give a big ups and thanks to those of you who have so far shown love on episode three, the Flynn episode. That is still available. All you got to do is just scroll down the list right here on J. Scott Confidential, the blog. That's jscottsmith.wordpress.com or or on the SoundCloud page if you happen to be listening on SoundCloud. Episode 3 is sitting right there. It's entitled 810, which is the area code for the city of Flint. I want to thank you for that. But as seems to be the case, things happen in the amount of time after you record a show. And literally the day after... I recorded that show last week about Flint. We lost one of the pivotal members of who I openly consider the single greatest hip-hop tag team ever. We lost Fife, Malik Taylor, Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest. And uh, yeah, that was a shock. It's been tough. Now, I've mentioned before on this show, I'm 36 years old. I'm I'm not a little kid by any stretch of the imagination. My jeans ain't skinny. I don't talk about swag. I don't have a mohawk shaved into my head. Well, you could say I have a mohawk, but it's a kind of reversal because the hair went in the other direction. I like my rap music that has actual lyrics. I like substance in my hip-hop. And I am one of those unabashed, old-school hip-hop heads. I have become one of them. And I'm not embarrassed to say that I am. So, to lose Fife was a kick in the teeth. It was a kick in the teeth to those of us who are the traditional, true hip-hop heads. The 80s babies who came into rap music in the late 80s, early 90s. To the cats who are older than I am. Because, as you've seen in the last week, you have a lot of people of all ethnic backgrounds black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever, who are into tribe, who are in their early 40s. Because a lot of them were college students and high school students when low-end theory came through, when Midnight Marauders came through. It's like when you when you get that, when you get people who remember when People's Instinctive Travels came out, it hits. It hits hard. I can say that in my life, my hip-hop life, And I've been into rap music, I would say conservatively, I've been into rap music since 1987 when I was eight years old. And I was just old enough to remember when the older cats on the block were into rap music. I didn't quite get what it was. Actually, it wasn't 87, it was 86. I think about it. And you didn't quite get it, but you knew it was different. And in a way, you kind of knew it was different because 
your parents didn't want you listening to it. You should know by now when your parents don't want you listening to something, that's going to make you want to listen to it. And that's what rap music was. About 86, 87, the older kids on the block, the older kids in school were listening to a little bit of harder edge rap music. But for me, it was the first rap groups that I can remember as a kid were Run DMC and Boogie Down Productions. Because they made rap music that wasn't quote-unquote dirty, albeit, as I found out later, both did. But you could at least listen to it and vibe with it and get into it, even if you didn't know much about music to begin with. And then a few years later, I got older, and two of my older cousins were listening to N.W.A., which was absolutely forbidden. Now, you weren't, if they, if, I mean, obviously now, it's, it's nearly 30 years later. I don't think my parents are going to suddenly get pissed off at my cousins for listening to NWA next to me as a nine-year-old. But at the time, yeah, they, they, were, they were banging the hell out of straight out of Compton in front of me. And I loved it. I did. So by the time we get to three years later, and now I'm into middle school, and I'm old enough to kind of get it, and I've been listening to more and more rap music, Along comes this group with a funny name called The Tribe Called Quest. And I knew as soon as I heard Tribe Called Quest, first thing I heard was was Scenario. And when you hear Scenario, and you hear that beat just climbing in, and then all of a sudden it just pounces on you. Here we go, yo! Here we go, yo! So what, so what, so what's the Scenario? Here we go, yo! Here we go, yo! So what, so what, so what's the Scenario? that just jumps out at you is raw and straight to the point real and you realize that that dude is five five dogs that's when rap music gets you that's when you find it so and i i tweeted this out at j scott smith by the way i tweeted this out last week when when five passed and i even posted it on my facebook page and everything else that there were three rap groups in my early education of hip-hop that really got to me the three that i can honestly say were like my foundation were bdp nwa and tribe those three those three were the ones that just got to me instantly they resonated with me and unfortunately with fife's passing each of those three groups has lost a pivotal member you remember bdp lost DJ Scott LaRock, lost him early. NWA, of course, lost Eazy-E. And now you have Tribe that lost Fife. And, and I said something at the start of this that there might be some people can debate this, but for me, you can't debate it. In the pantheon of hip-hop, there have been numerous great tag teams of rappers. Two guys. No, I'm not talking about the big collectives like you get in NWA, which is which is five guys, or you get like the Wu-Tang Clan, which is 
the witches, I mean, the RZA, the Jizza, Old Dirty Bastard, Inspected Deck, Raekwon the Chef, You God, Ghostface Killer, and The Method, plus Capadonna and all the other affiliates. No, I don't mean groups of 10. I'm talking about two. Good old-fashioned tag teams like pro wrestling. By the way, that will be the basis of the third episode of this week. Tag teams, duos. And for my money and for your money, you're going to have to fight really, really hard to find a hip-hop tag team, a duo that matches a tribe called Quest. Pound for pound, you have two dope lyricists in a group. All right? You don't have, um, there is no Marty Jannetty out of these two. There is no Jim the Anvil Neidhart out of these two. There is no Matt Hardy out of these two. There is no Christian out of these two. Okay? You had Fife and Tip, the Funky Diabetic and the Abstract, the best rap tag team of all time. And I'm saying that knowing damn well you had early day rap collectives like BDP, like Run DMC. Yes, I know. And and mind you, there is that little asterisk next to Run DMC because, of course, it was Jam Master J. But just for the two guys on the mic, you had Run DMC. You had UTFO. You got, you got all these old school cats who did it and did it very well. Tribe was better. Because when you think about the dynamic that a Tribe Called Quest had, when you think about what they could do on the mic playing off each other, when you think about how they would bring it, and they could do it on just a straight cut, like what you had with this track, Award Tour. Back in 89, I simply slid in the place. Buddy, 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 all up in your face. A lot of kids is busting rhymes, but they had no taste. Some said Quest was whack, but now is that the case? I have a quest to have a mic in my hand. Without that, it's like crypto. Superman. So Shaheed come in with the sugar cuts. Fife talks my name, but on stage call me Dynamut. When was the last time you heard the Fife was sloppy? Lyrics anonymous, you never hear me copy. Top notch, baby. Never come unless God's the limit. You got or they could bring it on posse cuts. Like this one, the one that Fife just referenced a track called Buddy. I dropped the beat for the Fife from a tribe called Quest. When I see Buddy, I will never half step. I just do her tribal style and then check. The Buddy that I like is to be sexy and nice. Just good enough for the one they call Fife. A brown skinned Buddy with shoulder length hair. Nice firm breast and a round area. Because I mean, when you think about it, when I say rap tag teams, a lot of times base that dynamic off of what Tribe had. You gotta think about the groups that came out around that time and have come around since. That when you think of them, there has to be that dynamic. Whether it was Pete Rock and CL Smooth, whether it was Outkast, whether it's UGK, whether you get Eight Ball and MJG, I, we can keep this rolling. We really can. I mean, when you think of Digital Underground, it's like all these groups that have come since then, these duos, these teams that try to link up and be these these super teams of rap music. And then you look up and realize that a lot of that comes off of Tribe. And see, to get it is the Tribe Called Quest. They were the group that integrated a lot of what rap was becoming. 
we by the time tribe comes out this is the early 90s so now you've made it through the 70s in the original raw rap era you made it through the 80s where it was going from everything from run dmc trying to integrate rock music into it to ll cool j to the west coast influence that you've seen they did all this plus they integrated jazz into the group and the influences of jazz and yes they were part they, they were a part of the that you have to think about it. They were part of that collective that had De La Soul and the Jungle Brothers. And it's like, and, and really, of course, they also had a lot of work from the world-famous Uma, which, of course, helped bring you a certain young man from Detroit named James Yancey. We like to call him JD. You may also call him Dilla. But he did work with Tribe. He did work with that whole crew. Tribe Call Quest was a group that changed the game. Without Tribe, there's no Gangstar. Without Tribe, there's no Outcast. Without Tribe, there's no UGK. Without Tribe, there's no Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Without Tribe, there's no Puffy and Mace. Without Tribe, there's no Roots. The Roots crew was really hurting after this. Without Tribe, there aren't all these rap tag teams. Without Tribe, there is no Prime. Tribe was the one that helped bring that in that helped bring that energy in, that helped set the standard for what a rap duo is. Just like you could argue that groups like Wu-Tang and NWA kind of helped set standards for what a rap group is. But two guys, each one with a mic, it didn't get much better than Tribe. And to lose Fife, that one hurts. And it hurt for a couple of reasons, because for one, again, I'm 36. We're coming up in September on the 20th anniversary of the death of Tupac Shakur. Tupac died via violence. Next year's the 20th anniversary of the, of the Notorious B.I.G. dying. Violence. 1999, Big L. Violence. We've lost rappers to gun violence. We lost rappers to foolishness and silly beefs at a young age. Fife was 40, he was, he was 46 years old. He wasn't lost to violence. His health got him. He joined a list of guys like Nate Dogg. Health got him. MC Breed. Health issues got him. That's what's jarring. And I also said this last week too. This must be what it was like for people like my dad, who is a super huge fan of Motown and 70s funk music. And he watched these guys like Marvin Gaye. And all. He, he watched a lot of his favorites die and die in a hurry during the 1980s. And in the 1990s that just dropped like flies and it was because of the hard partying and the drug use but now at a certain point it stopped being because of all that and they just simply started getting older and just and just falling off fife died because of diabetes complications something that he had openly dealt with to say that it it strikes a little bit of a of a nerve when you see somebody who's not entirely that he's all about 10 years older than me but it's like you don't see a guy who just dies that quickly and he had been going through it. Another one, Sean Price. Sean Price, your your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, Sean Price. He passed away last summer. He's 43. We still don't know what the hell happened to him. But he hadn't been doing too well the last couple years. So it's like a wake-up call of sorts. These black men dying out before they hit 50 years old. I mean, what is it like? Dr. Dre, I think, is 50 years old. I don't know how old KRS is. He's got to be 50 or pretty close to it. But that's it. You don't get a whole lot of classic rapper. Ice Cube's another one who's heading in that direction. LL is another one in that direction. Big Daddy Kane. It's like guys like that. Bismarck, he's 50. 
I'll say that, and it's like you, but you don't see a lot of us getting there. When you see guys dropping in their early 40s, that, that's a scary thing. It's not like Fife was out here in the streets. It wasn't like he was he was shot dead like Tupac or shot dead like Biggie or shot dead like Big L. Big Pun was kind of treated as an anomaly because he was so big and overweight and he had, and he and he, and he was just in really bad shape. But it it, it kind of helps you really think it's like you got to take care of yourself out here. You really do. I say it all the time, partly in jest. Take care of yourself. God bless. Always there to be different. That whole routine. But there's a there there's 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 truth to that. You got to take care of yourself. You got to look out for yourself out here because it's not it's not guaranteed. And this is kind of a mini episode because really wasn't expecting the man to, to go. It kind of hit like a shock. I I roll out of bed for my normal routine, my day job. I roll out of bed at 4:15 a.m. Oh boy. You know I love what I do when you got to get up that early every day. And I roll out of bed and first thing I do after I hit the alarm clock, I kind of grab my phone out of instinct and I look down and just by chance I peep onto Facebook as I'm about to go brush my teeth and everything and I start seeing R.I.P. Fife Dog and I'm thinking what? So then I go to Twitter and it's like there it is and you know Twitter of course is not always the most reliable thing because Twitter has killed off many a person who was alive and well but this was legit and it was a stunner it took you it took everybody aback and we lost another, not going to say a good one, we lost a great one. We lost Fife. That hit hard. It's had me listening to a lot more Tribe. I always listen to Tribe. It had me listen to a lot more Tribe. And one of my, two of my favorite Tribe songs, actually, feature Fife just going nuts. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both of them. Love Tip. And you've got to be feeling for him. That dude's been, that dude was, was like a brother to him. And... I love Tip, but Fife just had something. He had something there. And whether it was the way he just came out instantly just raw on a track like this one on Bug It Out. Yo, microphone check, one, two, what is this? The five foot assassin with the roughneck business. I float like gravity, never had a cavity. Got more rhymes than the one that's got family. No need to sweat Arsenio to gain some type of fame. No shame in my game, because I always be the same. Or as Fife came in and added a little extra kick and an extra energy to a track like this one, lyrics to go. I know it's been two years, but see, the job was never falling. Would have tried for singing, but that stuff was not my calling. The mic is in effect, so you know I'm never stalling. Walking through the door and all them suckers started hauling. Talk a lot of trash, but no one could seem to beat it. Pull out your microphone and watch the fight for make you eat it. The MCs, they get jelly when the girlies up my belly. Kick a slow dance like my brother R. Kelly. Today's a hip-hop draft, will I be top-seated? Too freaking hard while all the rest were getting weeded. Steady kicking style so I could reach that other level. Don't worry about getting gas, I push the pedal to the metal. Always wanted Look, this man, like I mentioned earlier, we hip hop heads are starting to experience a lot of the same things our parents went through in the 80s and 90s and really even the late 70s when some of our favorite rappers are dropping off. Some of our favorite singers and members of groups are dropping off. So be sure to do two things for me. When someone dies, the first thing, when someone passes away, we seem to want to suddenly remember them and kind of reintroduce ourselves and re-embrace what they did. Embrace what they're doing now because at some point they're going to be gone. Embrace them now, whether it's your favorite rapper, your favorite artist, your favorite actor, your favorite, your favorite person in life. Show them how much you care. Embrace that. Run with that. 
enjoy every day you got here, man. And secondarily, I guess the other thing in situations like this, when you think about how great that time was in hip-hop, please understand that that time in hip-hop's not gone. There are numerous cats like Fife still out there who are doing great music, who just don't get the burn and the buzz because of everything else that's out right now. But it's still there. You just got to put a little bit more work in to find it. There are festivals. There are underground albums. There are cats who are doing things that are out but just don't get the support and the love. Show them love because you don't know what you're missing. Overall, though, when I think of Fife and I think of A Tribe Called Quest, I can't help but just think about what the album Beats, Rhymes, and Life meant to me. Where in 1996, I'm an awkward teenager who's in the start of 12th grade and this song really spoke to me. So we'll take this episode out with Stressed Out, a song that really spoke to me and it spoke to a lot of people. I'll let Fife do the work here. Thank you very much for your time. Take care of yourself. God bless. Always dare to be different. Always have your pets spayed or neutered. My name's Jay Scott Smith, but on stage you can call me Dynamut. R.I.P. to Fife Dog. This is JSC Radio. I really know how it feels to be stressed out, stressed out. When you're face to face with your adversity. I really know how it feels to be stressed out, stressed out. We're gonna make this thing work out eventually. Dunder lie, dunder low, dunder lie, dunder lay. I look for trouble, but trouble didn't follow me. All I wanted to be was an ill MC. Ever since me did small as I yoked that in Queen. But did you march off the downtown? How you mean? Until my best friend caught you in I'm head. Right, scene. And ever since that day, you know, I hear me. Things been a mess. R.I.P. goes to rock. True thing, God bless. So nowadays I go see wifey just to cure me from stress. Lay my head on her breast. Sugar dumpling those best. Explaining all my problems to her, getting things off my chest. A little hugging up, up, squeeze up, and no more on my vest. Hey, yo, son, without my peeps, I'll be true. Truly asked out, making sure I have my medication so I wouldn't pass out. Native tongues for believing in me. When everyone was fessing, most of all, John Almighty for the guidance and the blessings. Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Check it out. This is JSC Radio.